This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Christine. Christine, welcome back. Thanks. So it's a pleasure to be here. I'm Tim, still not Tim. Tim's still got that baby. Uh, how long do you think that baby's good on its own and Tim will be back? Yeah, able to kind of be home alone. I think that baby in a week or two. Yeah, why? I mean, it can't go anywhere. How much trouble could a baby get into by itself? A baby is a potted plant for the first like nine years, (laughs) (laughs) give or take. Uh, How are you doing this week, Christine? Oh, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. Doing fine. How are you? Uh, I'm good, Christine. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay. I I am happy to answer I this question. I feel like you would know. What's with this uh, House of Gucci movie that's coming out? What's up with this movie? I only know like oh. Lady Gaga is in okay. it and she's got an accent that she worked on. I but just I don't remember know you telling me a lot it. about a Gianni Versace thing. Oh, you want to talk about that? I'll no, talk about I don't, that. But <laughs> I realize that this is finally like... This is the way probably like you think about Marvel movies where you're like, (laughs) I don't really know what what like are these in the same universe or these these people know each other. Well, I think it's about a designer. But the show you're talking about that I was obsessed with is about a murder, a series of murders, but also a designer. Yeah. Well, I mean, Captain America Civil War was about a disagreement between Captain America and Iron Man. Oh, you know what? I was thinking of you on the way over here, Uh um, partly because I was on my way over here and partly because I saw an ad for Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh And I was like, that's a CGI masterpiece. I think Tom probably is going to want to see that in the front row of a movie theater. Do you think I just like to go CGI, go see CGI (laughs) movies? I think you like to go CGI. Yeah. I mean, I don't really understand the Marvel Universe. Uh So I assume what you like is like big... Gianni Versace's in it. <laughs> he's been murdered. He's, Iron, he's Iron Man's designer. In this universe, he's still alive. When I was watching... In this universe, Iron Man saved him. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I got it. Um, when I was watching the assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story... Isn't every... it only an assassination if it's political? Well, wasn't it? Oh, I I don't know. I told you. I haven't. I, I didn't know if that was what's coming out or what's already been out. He shot him kind of point blank when he was getting his newspaper, mostly because he was famous and mm. like to sort of get more famous himself. And because he was at the end of a killing spree mm. that was spanned multiple states and multiple bad choices. But what I want to tell you is that. Um, well, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> So basically, if you're famous enough and somebody kills you, then it's an assassination. I think so. Wasn't it an assassination of John Lennon? But it wasn't for political reasons. It was like to get famous. Yeah, I... The attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan, which I feel like we talk about all the time. He's political already, but he did it to get Jodie Foster's attention, as we we always talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, you know... It did work. I'm sure she knew about it. Yeah, we know about it. You know, I, it didn't It didn't get her attention the same way he wanted, maybe. He thought she was going to fall in love well, with what, him. Yeah, what did he think was going to happen? Yeah, I should be impressed. It's just such a weird way of thinking that someone's going to be like, oh, now that I know you exist, I'm obviously yeah, going to fall in like love with Yeah, it's almost like the guy's some kind of a nut or something. <laughs> so what, I remembered what I was going to say. When okay. I was watching the assassination of Johnny Versace, American Crime Story, mm-hmm. 
I would. And now, who is Johnny Versace? Gianni Versace, an Italian designer. Okay. And he was played by a guy who looked like the guy from Just Shoot Me. Remember that movie, <laughs> Just Shoot Me? I mean, the TV movie. show. I misspoke. <laughs> I misspoke. Um, but it was a different man. Okay. But then when I was watching the show, uh-huh. so many. David Spade? Is that who you the thought The other it was? guy. Oh, okay. The photographer. Did you watch the show? Yeah. Yeah, the bald photographer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looked just like the guy who played Gianni Versace. Okay. The Italian designer on the assassination of Gianni Versace, mm-hmm. American Crime Story. But when I watched that show and Darren Chris played mm-hmm. Andrew Cunan in The Murderer. Okay, yeah. And for weeks. So the handsome murderer. Pretty handsome murderer, but like what a true psychopath. Yeah. Um, I kept seeing um men in North Brooklyn wearing mm-hmm. hats and glasses that I was like, that's Andrew Cunanan. That's Andrew Cunanan. Oh my god, it's And Andrew now Andrew Cunanan's dead? Dead. Killed himself. Okay. Killed himself but, on a houseboat. But you still thought against all odds somehow. I thought maybe he's not only still alive, still. Maybe you in were his just 20s. seeing Darren Chris walking around a maybe. lot. Maybe. You know, yeah. I just the other day in my neighborhood saw um, Bo and Yang from Saturday Night Live just wow. walking up from the street. Saturday Night Live. Um, Love celebrities. Who, who do you think is probably the most? Uh, are there any handsome assassins? Oh, great question. I do. Like Lee Harvey Oswald's not bad looking. He right? looks like Dana Carvey. Don't well, you think Dana Carvey uh, as a younger man should have played Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> in a biopic? Maybe. Maybe. In I JFK. think about this a lot. Yeah. Which he was played by. Um, What's his name? Gary Oldman. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald, not hot. Yeah. What no, about. Um, I, I disagree. I don't think he's hot, but I think he's like not a bad looking guy. Yeah. He was a little squirrely looking. I yeah, think. Well, he was a little squirrely. True. But he also maybe was In a patsy. In fairness, he was a lot squirrely. <laughs> and he might have been a patsy. Um, well, what is the name of the man who killed um, Lincoln again? Uh, John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth, I think, was handsome. Yeah, he was an actor. So, yeah, I'm sure he was a good looking guy. Yeah. Huh. Too bad. All right. Why do you John do Hinckley. Not, not a hottie. Not a good looking guy. Not a hottie. Yeah. Sirhan Sirhan. Not cute. Yeah. He wants to get out now, too. I know. And isn't it sort of shocking that he's still alive? Yeah. I feel like every but time there's a like headline about him, I can't believe he's 18 or 19 when he did that. I didn't know that. When the CIA hit the remote control button and made him do that. I think you're thinking of Manchurian Candidate. No, that's what Sirhan Sirhan always said, that like he was mind controlled by the CIA and like made to do it. I didn't know that. No. Um, too bad about that whole thing. Um, all right. Well, you've answered my questions about... Uh, <laughs> I don't know a thing about it. Uh this week also, I was very proud of myself. I, you know, it was daylight savings time. I remember. I can tell by how dark it is right now. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, that day, changed the clock on uh, the microwave. Like, Sorry, fixed, that's the whole story? the clock, yeah. <laughs> oh. But I thought about how, do you remember growing up? Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest trope of TV shows, setting the clock on a VCR or a microwave. It was like, ah, the clock's always flashing zero. I don't remember that. I don't know if it got easier. What I'm thinking happened is it probably got a little bit easier, but probably also like everyone's technological acumen, like dramatically. 150% or more. Because every time, like, I have to do that in my car too. Like, it it doesn't automatically set itself. And every time I do it, I'm shocked at how easy it is. It's pretty easy. They just make it so you just press hour. 
and minutes. You know, a famous trope in my childhood home mm-hmm. is my dad, <laughs> my dad and to this day likes to change the clocks for daylight savings about 24 hours before they change and is and then brags about it, but everyone's like, "What what time is it? What time actually is it?" And just this past Saturday, he was texting me, "Did you change your clocks yet?" And the answer is no, because they haven't changed. First of all, they all change automatically with the exception yeah. of my microwave and my stove and my wall clock and my coffee maker but um with those few so most exceptions of the aside, in your own. all but my phone and my cable box because yes i still have cable um i needed to set myself but no i don't want to set it ahead of time but we gotta yeah, set it that, when it that, happens i mean that's insane that's just creating a different kind of problem it's just making confusion for confusion's sake but then again the apple doesn't far fall so far from the tree because when i had a car mm-hmm. i like to have the clock um, like about 10 minutes fast so that I wouldn't feel as late as or I would feel later than I was to kind of trick myself. Right. To but you knew rush, that that was the case. So yeah. you were late anyway. But when any always and when anybody borrowed my car, they were like, your clock is wrong. I tried to fix it. I'm like, don't fix it. So maybe you help some of those people, though, when they borrowed your car because they didn't know. Yeah. So they'd show up early or yeah. they'd dangerously happened. in my car. <laughs> that's happened with me. Like I've seen the clock sometimes and it's been wrong. I'd be like, oh, I got to go. And then you find out like, oh, a clock was wrong but you're kind of glad about yeah, it. Yeah, because sometimes we get in our own ways as it relates to arriving yeah. on time. I also found out this week, I was looking at uh, my DNA, not Sorry. literally, not, okay, I wasn't, I didn't have the microscope out. Uh, you know, one of those like uh, DNA services that I did a long time you ago. You sent that, your stuff in. Yeah, that I r- now realize I shouldn't have. You know, uh, the, the Chinese government has access to like a lot of that stuff. I didn't know that, but I know that's how they find some killers. Because people yeah, or well, their family too. members send in their specimens. Yeah, and honestly, if like, I don't know, if like some, you know, like, uh, I don't know, cousin, second cousin of mine, like, is a serial killer, don't involve me. What if it's somebody closer than a second cousin? Well, then I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, do you think you would intentionally cover for a family member if you found out they were like the Golden State Killer? I know the Golden State Killer's already been found, but like right. someone but, akin but to the Golden it, State But killer. if Andrew Kanan can come back to life, then yeah. who's to say? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think I'd be able to with DNA either. But about, oh, what was it I was reading? There was like some... Uh, some like uh, uh, Chinese company that was like, I think it w- they were selling pregnancy tests and it turned out the Chinese company was like uh, under the military arm of the government and they were just getting everybody's DNA. And then also like all the ones in the US, they, you know, license out their databases and like. But that doesn't track because a pregnancy test doesn't go to some database center. You just see if there's two lines. Well, this, no, but this, I think they were like, we need your, your PP or something or blood. Blood and pee-pee. Both, if you got it. <laughs> if you I, can spare some. Having not read the study about this, quote, Chinese company, unquote. No, it wasn't even um, a study. It was on YouTube. Oh, that's where you get your news. Yeah, so that's part of the problem. Well, it's not where. It wasn't news. It was research. <laughs> no, I forget. It might not have been for pregnancy tests. That was, like, part of it. But th- there was something else. But it was more about the fact that, like, uh, all these companies, like 23andMe and Ancestry, like other companies can just license those databases. It's like a real problem. And like companies in China that it's like, oh yeah, we're an independent company. Can we license? And then, you know, our DNA is sitting in some Chinese government database. I don't, I don't really like feel that worried about privacy because mm-hmm. it is what it is. And we're living in a digital Well, they're world, working on yuck. bioweapons that can target based on DNA. I don't, 
want to know that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to just like be willfully ignorant. Um, do you remember mm-hmm. um, before we really were alive that pregnancy tests were done with rabbits? What? Like you would put your pee near a rabbit and if they passed out you were pregnant i don't think that's right but it was something like that you would oh i like vaguely remember something like that and i don't think it hurt the rabbits but maybe the the rabbits yeah but the rabbits probably didn't love it no because it's like human urine or possibly blood yeah that they were able to detect if it was like hormonally pregnant huh pretty interesting but i don't really have all the facts <laughs> well, luckily you don't need them on this show. Yeah, the complete guide to I think I read about this once about 15 years ago. I think I saw a YouTube video <laughs> yeah. about this. Christine, this week we're talking about uh this was a a, a Christ- well, I guess last week was a Christine topic as well. Yeah, we're really uh, I'm really ruling the school these days. Yeah. You're ruling with an iron fist that Tim was uh, too weak-willed to exert. <laughs> That's what everybody's saying. I came in like the Kool-Aid guy. You know guy. what? I actually, like uh, both these topics are topics that like have been on lists for us to eventually get to. And it, and are we calling this adult friendship or uh, uh, like making friends as an adult? I think we call it adult friendship so that okay. we can talk about the trials and tribulations of maintaining adult friendships, ah. but also some of the difficulties and joys of finding adult friends yeah. as a fellow adult. That or There's a good website, uh, adultfriendfinder.com, <laughs> where you can find friends. It's not what you think it is, or if it's what you think it is, then your idea of friendship <laughs> is really different than mine. Um, I So I thought... I assume we're mostly talking about finding friends. And I have an article here from ideapod.com. Never it's heard one of it. my favorite websites. <laughs> Sounds reputable. It's not one of the one of the top things that came up when I just Googled how to find friends <laughs> as, you, as an adult. And like I'm assuming that wasn't the first time you'd Googled that was for No, the it show. Came, it auto filled. Uh, <laughs> it was actually in my bookmarks bar. Um but uh, uh this has uh eighteen I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get through all these, but 18 easy steps to making friends as an adult. Before you launch into the 18 easy steps, I have two questions. Okay. Tom, do yes. you consider yourself an adult? Yeah, I consider myself an adult. By age, we're both adults. <laughs> right. I don't. I think of myself as a, as as a, a child. <laughs> as a young person. As a younger person than I am. Well, I got bad news for you. And when's the last time you made a new friend? Oh, I don't know, 20 years ago? <laughs> well, we've only known each other for 14, so... Oh, you consider me a friend? How I just found out we're not we're not yet. We haven't crossed the... No, I, uh, maybe one day we'll get there. Uh, the last time I made a new <laughs> friend... I mean, the pandemic's kind of thrown a wrench into the friend-making business. I agree. Um, <laughs> it is a bit, it's good to think of it as a business. But probably a while, because, I don't know, I... Well, I'm introverted, uh, I am. Don't. Hey, you're not. Is that not, true? Yeah, it's true. Okay. Watch this. Okay, I I'm gonna narrate the experience. He's gone quiet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm not good in like social situations. I'm not That's good true. in. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, uh, I don't know. I've like never really. 
I've never been. Here's my problem. Yeah. I made a bunch of good friends when I was very young and then managed to keep them. Yeah. Uh, for the yeah. most part my whole life. I think you and I are both examples of adults who are still friends with people we knew in like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I am and you are. Yeah. Yeah. Not not that early for me, but like first and second grade. Yeah. I mean, that's really close. I have <laughs> I have two friends I knew in or pre kindergarten. But I have several that I went to high school with, and I know you do too. Yeah. Still oh, yeah, yeah. And, my and phone's blowing up with texts from people I went to high school with. And right high now. school. But like in college, I was not very good at making friends. Mm. Certainly freshman year, I made like uh, towards second semester, I started to make some friends. Were you mostly focused on your studies? Uh, yes, sure. Or you were focused on um, walking by where they were filming One Tree Hill? No, that was different. That was a different time. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I haven't read your biography. But uh, I don't know. No, I was. I think I was just kind of like introverted and wasn't into like a lot of the same, especially like college stuff, like going to like. Uh, basketball games and football games and stuff like that wasn't really interesting to me yeah uh i i certainly didn't want to join a fraternity so that wasn't interesting to me mm-hmm. uh, uh i was very interested in going on my computer yeah so i would yep. do that playing a the lot playing snood <laughs> yeah um going on napster downloading the hot new mp3s oh my god napster as a freshman in our era was like a pig and shit <laughs> but uh <laughs> So basically, the the point I'm trying to make is that like, uh, and I remember I was such a shit in college that I like told people like, oh, well, you guys are like just my friends for now until I'm, <laughs> until, until like uh, I go back to New York and, you know, then see my real friends. Yeah, see my real friends. That's a little tough. That's yeah, not it is intro- shitty. And like it was also kind of true. Yeah. It's it's interesting to be forthright about that kind no. of thing. You're my friends for now. Anyway, we can talk about how to I, make new friends. Because I like kind of, I fell out with not like fell out, just like lost touch with a lot of people from oh. college. Oh, got it. Although now I recently like uh, reestablished contact with some people, which uh, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, otherwise, I think I'm I'm a tough person to become friends with because you're so mysterious. Well, no, just because in my mind, I'm like, I got enough friends. I don't need any more. <laughs> you're like, I'm not here to make friends. When I'm, you're in a I'm situation. acquaintance is sure. Mm-hmm. But this point in my life, it's going to take a lot. Yeah. The bench is full. Yeah. The you're bench is recruiting. full. You're really going to have to, uh, you know, dazzle me. You're going to really have to bring something. <laughs> Something big to the right. table. You got to fill some sort of. I mean, what I could do. I don't have like that many like really rich friends. Yeah. I think we could all use a few more rich friends. Yeah. I would like that. If like and I'm talking like really like, rich. Oh, let's meet on. Not my like, oh, that person's John doing talk. well. Like, no, that person couldn't spend all their money if they tried. I have a couple of. Do I have a couple of rich friends? I have a couple of people I know are doing well. Mm-hmm. And then I have one sort of. I don't want to rank her in case she's listening, but like I have a friend who's like the kind of person that's like, we'll go to my favorite place and mm-hmm. get whatever you want to eat and I'll pay. But I don't know if that counts as like rich. <laughs> well, do you know anything <laughs> about their financial situation otherwise? I mean, I know. Or it's just somebody that treats you to lunch <laughs> once in a while. I mean, it's a little more. And, little and more you think they're Elon that. Musk as a result. Well, no, it's a great point. I know this person is not like Elon Musk, but I do know that like... um She's been doing well for a long time, and she's generous with it. And sometimes she'll buy me these forty dollars candles that we both like. Wow, it's a real, it's a real get for me. 
did does this person ever like uh buy you clothes and then request that you wear them to the <laughs> no, meals. I promise there's nothing there's nothing weirder about <laughs> it than what I've already like, said. like send you a cocktail dress and say like, oh, it'd be lovely if you wore this to our meal. <laughs> right. It's never been like a sort of like pretty, I've never seen pretty woman, but it's not like that. Yeah. yeah I'm not like a kept, a I, yeah, I'm not like a kept woman for this person. And I've given her gifts too. It's just $40 seems like a lot for a candle, you know? <laughs> Well, it depends on how big the candle is. If it's one of those like big, uh, like the ones they have uh, during Easter at church, <laughs> imagine those. Those it's like a those will set you back. It's a regular sized, but like you know, eco, but nice, environmentally friendly candle that smells really nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've not made uh, many friends recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I've made a few. I made a few. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read that most adults haven't made a new friend in the last five years. And I'm here to tell you that's not true for me. I have. Oh, la-di-da. I'm pretty proud of it. Well, you're it's not most adults then, I guess. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a young person. It stinks, too, because I'm a moron. Because there have been people that, like, uh, uh, have, what would you, would you say come on to me as a friend? <laughs> Like people like, were, I can tell. Like this yeah, person wants to be, yeah, yes. wants to be a friend, yeah. and I like them, and they're cool. But then I just drop the ball entirely. Well, and I think that's one of the things that's sort of trickiest about adult friendships is yeah. we're all busy, and it mm-hmm. is sort of a courtship to beca- yeah. to go from like an acquaintance to a friend, and both people have to kind of try. Yeah. And I think a lot a of dance. us are kind of like, yeah, it's a bit of a dance, mm-hmm. and so, um, yeah, and I think. You know, when you're in environments where, like, maybe you have a new job or maybe you, like, become acquainted with your neighbor or something where there's proximity, it's mm-hmm. different right. than if it's, like, you're both at the same parties, but then you're going to cross the threshold to we're actually friends. Yeah. It's, like, it's, you know, you kind of feel like you have to come on to somebody or reject or accept someone's advances <laughs> to become their friend. Well, I was going to say that I haven't had... Like, I wasn't thinking about that example, which is a good example of, uh, like, uh, uh, like people you see at the same parties a lot mm-hmm. because I mean, I haven't, none, none of us, of us have been, been to parties, parties for but so like, long. but the, that's a little different because then it's like, all right, this person's been somewhat vetted. Right. They're not a stranger. <laughs> yeah. Right. And also right. like becoming friends with this person would like be beneficial for everyone right like because right, then right. it's like great Worlds more are people colliding. in in yeah. within these social circles know each other hang out i mean i don't do that whenever i go to like parties and yeah i'm always a person who's like oh hi nice to meet you and they're like tom we've met five <laughs> times. well and that reminds me of course of a story of one time when we were at a party of mutual friends and um, a good friend of yours and I were introducing you to someone you've definitely met before. Yeah, and no. you and Tim were both like acting like it was an episode of Black Mirror, which I've never seen, or an episode of The Twilight Zone, which I have seen, or just some kind of prank, mm-hmm. which I like to do, but this wasn't one, where you were like, you're just you're just like subbing this person in. No, yeah. For we a felt like we were being party. gaslit because <laughs> this is a person we had never, ever seen before. You had in our surely, lives. you had 100% met her before. And, and, and we were like reintroducing you. Oh, you know it. each and other. And this person was like acting like they knew you and you knew them. <laughs> we did. And it's one of, I think it's one of those things where 
you know, at a birthday party of mine back when there was such a thing as birthday parties, a very good friend of ours and a very good friend of ours met and none of us <laughs> could believe. A very good friend of ours and a very good friend of ours. I'm trying to not use names because okay. it, it, I mean, I don't think this this story is not like does not reflect poorly on anybody. But it was after my hockey my hockey game birthday. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which was a real world's collide situation because uh-huh. I had coworkers and people I went to college with and people that I know from Brooklyn and people I know from podcasts. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. That's just you, um, and Tim, and um, yeah, like people that have been on the scene for ten years. Oh. We're like, oh hi, I'm blank. Yeah. <laughs> So well, this is very good. Unnecessarily <laughs> coy about the individuals, but the fact is, when you're around a lot of the same people all the time, uh, but they just haven't been at the same party, it can feel like the Twilight yes. Zone or an episode of Black Mirror because you would have assumed they would have met. Yeah. Well, I still uh, contend I'd never met this person before that you <laughs> pretended you knew very well. Uh, step one on Idea Pod <laughs> for Let's making making adult friends. Say yes to all the invites. No, that's exa- that sounds exhausting. That sounds exhausting. It sounds exhausting. But if you're like trying to make new friends, I think especially this is coming from a a place of like maybe you've moved yeah. to somewhere where you don't know anyone. That's what I was thinking about, too. If you're like if you or you've had a breakup and you've lost all your friends in the breakup. Right. Yeah. And you really need to start from because scratch. they all like your your significant other a lot. And they're more probably than you. right to do it. Yeah. <laughs> So you're, you're a real like, piece of crap. Choose me or him. And yeah. they were like him. Him. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you've already got a busy social calendar saying yes to any invites. Exhausting. Uh, a bad idea. But if you're hungry for adult friends or you don't really have a social calendar. Yeah. yeah you got to say yes. Let me also let me preface it with this or not preface. Uh, <laughs> you've been talking make, for 45 make, minutes. <laughs> make an addendum here. Yes. Uh, no. If if this is your your gambit, you want to make friends and you you want to say yes to invites. Don't show up late. Oh gosh, because people do that, and then it's like, well, you show up late, and now the party's rolling, and everybody's found their niche, and you yeah. have a harder time, and you feel like you're not good at parties because everybody's already talking to each other. That's right. That's a- true. As much as it like sucks to like show up early or first you're better off that way because you're going to get more one-on-one time with people and you're going to like already be there when other people show up. And you can like find and identify the people that are either also there early or are there and are warm enough to let you talk to them. I'm thinking of a wedding I went to I didn't know anyone else at and I saw one person looked vaguely familiar but I got there well before we were seated for the ceremony. I knew some people that were coming but it was just like... There were two friendly faces that yeah. I went up to to be like, Hello. hey, I don't really know anybody here. How yeah. do you know who you know? Yeah. Um, and you can't do that if you're like sneaking in late. And then no, everyone's like, you're then, disrupting then the wedding. People are like already drunk and they're already like having having fun in their groups. And they've connected with the, you know, depending on what kind of events it is. If they if everybody already knows everybody and you're the person that doesn't know anybody. Yeah. yeah you can't show up late. Depending on what kind of event it is. That person might have gotten married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They if might not be looking wedding, for new friends. Uh, step two. Well, this goes along with it. Uh, are all these steps bad? Uh, <laughs> you didn't vet the article. Step two. Be a little braver. Oh, that's we're, we're all important. scared of rejection. That's why we rarely go out of our own secure comfort zones. But a little bravery. Start conversations. Ask an acquaintance for a cup of coffee. Go to that book club meeting anyway. 
sometimes people will say yes. Sometimes they'll say no. Don't take it personally. Yeah. Be a little braver. That's good advice. Yeah. And again, especially like somebody wants to be, I mean, I'm guessing I'm going to be swarmed with uh, people courting my friendship now. And <laughs> now that I, you put it out there that you're an introvert, people are like, he's a tougher nut to crack. Well, get in on like it. to become friends with me. If you if you oh, want to be a real my prize. friend, like the, the Spice Girl song, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. uh, I, you're going? gonna have to you're gonna have to like aggressively pursue me. You got a zig zig. Yeah, I'm gonna you're gonna have to be like Pepe Le Pew, and I'm gonna be like that cat with the stripe, because uh, <laughs> just a hard hard guy to 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 pin down. And I think the I don't love that because I do feel like Pepe <laughs> Le Pew is like fairly coercive. But um, I think that it's true that you have to really cross the line from friendly to the threshold of like, oh, I want to be friends with you. I'm not just yeah. a friendly person. So you're saying like peacock be like. Yeah, a, strut, strut oh, about. Oh, no, you're saying if you want to be friends with somebody, make your intentions known. No, neither. I think what I'm saying is, you know you got to be braver and not think that it just happens organically. Yes. You kind of yeah. have to be able to say, like, oh, I'm enjoying this conversation at a party. Let me get your number. Or, yeah. or just show or, up at their house later. you get the later. next book club session? Yeah, that's, it's a fine line because you don't want to make anybody uncomfortable ever. Uh, well, that's that's step three. They have a Make join- someone uncomfortable. No, no. <laughs> join a new group. And it says, if you love gr- reading, join a book club. If you like fitness, sign up for classes at the gym. Making friends is easier when you have something in common. So when I, when I was thinking about the topic of adult friendships, I was like, I'm going to goof on meetup.com because uh-huh. I think meetup.com is probably pitiful. And then I went and looked at meetup.com, which I have never looked at before because I'm still friends with people from kindergarten. I've never <laughs> needed to. I'm so lucky. Meetup.com is not sad or pitiful. It no. seems like it's just like, oh, he, everybody has an interest, including friendship. Yeah. There were so many things that were like speed dating, but for friends. Yeah. And like, that's great. There, there are apps for friends now. Some of the dating apps have a, are you yeah, just looking yeah. for a friend? Well, that's just oh. uh, like really make somebody feel shitty. I think you can just move them over to that. <laughs> No, I don't know. I think that's why they categorize the people. That's you can either swipe left, swipe right, or I don't know, like triple tap, and it'll just make them a friend. I did see that there was a um, meetup group for like landlords have it bad too, and (laughs) I was like, can you imagine a worse meetup? You should have gone to a bunch of landlords. That would have been good research. Yeah, Um, I'm a renter, Tom. Me too. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that makes sense, like meetup.com type things. I mean, I should probably do that. Like like I said, I have friends. Uh, <laughs> I have too many friends as it is. But um, uh, but I often get frustrated that like certain things that I'm into, like my, no, none, none of, of us my care friends about. No give one a your flag friends shit about. about Not only that, like they'll, they'll be mean to me about Clifford it. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Not Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> Like what? Oh, weird stuff. Stuff you've never mentioned to anyone. <laughs> stuff I'll never tell anyone. I'll take it to the grave. Thank you. <laughs> well, then it definitely sounds like you're trying to uh, be braver with no, your No, like nerdy things that I'm into. Oh, yeah, that nobody cares about. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, I've got a lot of cool friends and they're <laughs> too busy at uh, Studio 54 to <laughs> go see uh, a Marvel movie with me or go to the arcade and hang out. I would always 
always go to an arcade. Yeah, I've never. I've been to one arcade with you. Yeah. Do you remember when we were at an arcade together? Not Tom? really. It was for another. Like um, I said, I've got a lot of friends. Birthday party of mine. My um. Uh, the surprise party at um. Planet Hollywood. <laughs> oh I, no, I was I not at that. To, yeah. I've written you into my memory. Um, we yeah, went to Dave no, and Buster's. I, I don't think I was invited. I don't think you considered me a friend yet. I, it was a surprise party. I didn't. I wasn't. Well, no then one, everybody else didn't <laughs> consider me a friend of Everyone yours. Everyone was like, they haven't crossed that sacred threshold. Yeah. And if you invite them to Planet Hollywood too early, it'll just scare them off. I was um, seated next to people I'm. I know I'm no longer in touch with. So if that makes you feel any better. What, uh, I mean, no, no hard feelings. Just, was it a celebrity? Yeah, I was seated next to Bruce Willis and um, who else? Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. So this Come is one of your niche interests. Three that, like, powerhouses. Probably this should have been your surprise party, actually, but it yeah, was mine. It was I a real wish. surprise. Well, it wouldn't be a surprise now if they have it for me. So <laughs> thanks for nothing. It's also been closed for like more than ten years. What? This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com guide. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Do you find that to be true, Christine? Yes, very stressful. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life, someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it. And that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even online chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. Christine, you're nodding along emphatically with everything. It makes for great radio. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com guide. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash guide. Woo! If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt with no end in sight. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt could be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash guide. That's upstart.com slash guide. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash guide. Number four, 
<laughs> I'm ready. Way to make reach out to old friends. Okay. That's not Give a way an to old make friend friends. a call and set up a date to catch up with them. Make the time to make space in your life for them again. Well, I think, uh, uh, in fact, old friends are often the best people. They're not fake friends. They really care about you deep down. I mean, maybe not if you haven't. Uh, yeah, if you've fallen out of touch or gotten, it's gone sideways. Yeah. That's well, also not how I to make that's... new friends, right? Uh, this list is bunk. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, how about making your old friends into new friends? Yeah. But I guess, it. yeah, there's two different... If you've fallen out of touch because you've had a falling out, then that that's going to require something else. Yeah, uh, that's work. But if it's just somebody that you haven't talked to in a while... Right. Yeah. Although I think a lot of times, I don't know, as you get older... You find like, ah, eh, there's like a reason. And it's not like a necessarily a bad no, one. No, but just like it hasn't been. That, if, if you haven't occurred to each other for a while, yeah. there's probably something there, right? Right. And also if it's like, a, well, we were friends in fourth grade because we both like soccer. <laughs> <laughs> but nowadays we don't have anything in common. It is also interesting. It's still good to reconnect with those people, but don't. I don't think you can necessarily turn an old friend into like a a big new friend. Yeah, and it's like a real. It's a real way to. Um, what's the right way to say this? I guess it's like you can really discover if someone if there's like a substance to a friendship uh-huh. versus if it's like oh we just like to talk crap about people right and, or like you know, we had things in common that we no longer do or like, oh, you've become a Republican and yeah. you're mean. And or, I no longer or like, oh, I, I, I thought you were rich now, but <laughs> now I'm, buy me $40 I'm, now candles I'm learning and you're only buying me $10 candles. That, uh, I'm having to pay for my lunch and <laughs> you will not be getting a call from me again. Um, do you have any advice, Christine, about I love to give advice. maintaining adult friendships? Yeah. I mean, I think I have a lot of advice about it because I think one of the main things that a person has to do to maintain adult friendships is pay attention uh-huh. and show up. That's my I'm advice. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> That's why we're, we're business acquaintances only, Tom, because you're you so have, introverted. You have too many friends, I would say. Thank you for noticing. Uh... <laughs> No, because like, I don't know, sometimes I go to things uh, that like you're maybe hosting or like kind of, and there's like a bunch of people and I'm like, who the hell are these idiots? <laughs> but they're great. And once uh, well, you talk to I any don't of know them, if they're they great. are. Well, I refuse to Have talk. Have you ever been? I in- stand in the corner. <laughs> I show up late and stand in the corner. Um, One of the things I was reading says like um about adult friendships, one of the things you have to do is not only show up, but you also have to show up and not just pet the corgi in the corner. Mm. Was the phrasing that it it said, and I think that's good advice. You gotta circulate. You gotta talk to your friend Christine's other friends. <laughs> yeah, but if there's a corgi in the corner, you can pet the corgi. Yeah, but you don't have to stay in the corner. Maybe you could do it in a more central location. I don't know if I'm allowed to uh, retell this story. Okay. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna name names. Uh, a friend of ours who you know. Okay. Intrigued. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. He was just telling us about uh, somebody, uh, me and Tim. Tim's the other guy that hosts this podcast with me sometimes. Usually you're used to me now, though, everybody. Remember <laughs> exactly, Tim? Exactly, Do you even yeah. remember Tim? <laughs> That's the way this show works. It's just burn Am- the past. Amnesiac. Um, he was telling us that uh, like somebody, you know, somebody I think was like mingling, looking for new friends at a party mm-hmm. and came up to him and, you know, introduced himself and then just said, uh, so tell me, are you a movie guy or a music guy? 
Like those are the two. Those are the two kinds of guys you could be. Two kinds of guys. You can be a music guy or a movie guy and nothing in between. Never the two shall meet. That is weird. Where I feel like most people would be like, I enjoy both. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They're two very popular forms of entertainment. Right, exactly. I like to watch a movie and listen to music. But sometimes I like to watch a music video and listen to a movie. Right. Right. That is really weird. And I do think there are some people that are so formal about the way they approach getting to know somebody. And that's so off-putting, unfortunately. Yeah, because it's similar to like a pickup. Totally. And like is small talk in the worst way where it's kind of like, um, I think these are interesting questions. Yeah. But they're actually... um, making you kind of identify yourselves in ways that don't really fit. Yeah. And also, I'm going to like, I don't know, force an icebreaker on yeah. you yeah. in like a social situation. Is there anything worse than a forced icebreaker? Although I used to really lead with this, would you rather? Mm-hmm. Do you know, would you rather? And I was just thinking about the other day. Just the I... question of would you rather this or that? Yeah. And the question was, <laughs> would you rather have tiny little corn teeth and laugh like, how, 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 or would you rather have two rows of shark teeth and laugh like this. <laughs> you got to really throw your head back, um, which you can't see on the Wait, video. Wait, the corn teeth are made out of corn or they just look like corn? They look like corn and they're tiny like little corn kernels. I mean, corn kernels are about teeth sized. But they're like soft and just like like a like a, cor- a row of corn on the cob teeth. Like it's just okay, they're barely jutting But they're jutting soft? Out. So I'm, like they I, can't chew anything? I mean... They're teeth. They're still teeth, but you can't bite anything because they're not, they don't, they have soft rounded or they have like rounded ends. Yeah. Anyway, I used to ask this in college in particular. I was Mm -hmm. like, this is a good way to get to know somebody. Would they rather have the corn teeth or the shark teeth? Get to know my professors. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past me I to ask know. a professor, but what I don't the hell think I did. does that? How I'm does still that friends. Helps you get to know somebody. What about the answer lets you? It's because if you, you have to insight. decide, would you rather have frightening uh-huh. teeth or soft, inedible, like mm-hmm. rounded teeth? Yeah, and starve to death. I'm not saying it's a great question, but I'm saying I used to ask <laughs> it a lot. And most people chose shark, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I couldn't testify to that in open you're, court. You're friends with a lot of uh, scary, <laughs> aggressive people. Yeah, thanks for noticing. They're usually at my parties. <laughs> um, but I feel like at a party, I don't know, you don't need to overthink it if you want to say hi to somebody. Right. Or be like, tell me if you're a music guy or a movie guy. Right. You can just say like, hi, I'm Tom. What's your name? Uh, how do you know the person doing this party? And right there, that's going to lead you into a conversation. Or like, I feel like I've seen you before. We've met before. Yeah. Remind me of your name. Yeah. And then they're like, I don't know if we have And then met maybe before. they'll have a friend who will insist that they've met this person <laughs> multiple times. You had met her before. I'm Never 100% met her before. sure. Nope. And since. Yes, but. since, but not before. <laughs> since I remember. I know, but I feel like there were like two or three years where you guys would bring up that story all the time and be like, that was a, yeah, that well, was a th- prank. It wasn't. Yeah. You just don't remember. Ask for introductions. Step five. Mm-hmm. Uh, use your own inner circle to look for possible new friendships. I feel like that's also a good, if it's like friends of friends, like, uh, I mean, I've done that more. I feel like with like, not business type stuff because it's like business, but it's networking. like creative stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Your like, artist friends. Yeah, more like oh, like I, you know, I'm working on something and I need somebody that can do X, and like oh, my friend does that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true, but that's a little more transactional than or, I think. Like, or I'm looking friendship. to do this. 
this guy does this. Maybe they can offer me some advice. That's also, oh, advice. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's Not true. necessarily like I'm going to hire them to score my movie, but. <laughs> or, well, are you, why would you score a movie if you're a movie guy? You wouldn't like music yeah, if you're a true. movie no, guy. No, no music <laughs> in my movie. And I think that's actually like a pretty good entry point to a friendship is like, oh, this person knows a lot about what you're talking about or what you're interested in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So perhaps you want to connect with them. Because it is true that like you can get to know somebody on pretty surface level stuff. But once you're actually talking about like, here's some of my interests. I yeah. love Marvel movies, for mm-hmm. instance, or I want to talk about I didn't Frasier. know that about you. <laughs> Shoot, I was being, I was portraying you. <laughs> Maybe I didn't use a deep enough voice. Do I sound like you? Yeah, perfect. I like Marvel movies. I like Marvel movies. <laughs> um, And game nights. I feel like there used to be this like real thing mm-hmm. um where when we could get together safely indoors yeah and somebody would host a night and it was either about an event because somebody's birthday or whatever or mm-hmm. let's get around and let's get around a circle and play games and but that's I, like but then if you're in that maybe then you already have friends well you already have the friend who invited you you might not right. be friends with the people in the room and then i feel like you see this like side of folks if you're playing yeah. for instance celebrity or what's that other game I don't know, charades. Yeah, you never came to any of those parties. No, I told you, I got enough friends. <laughs> you hate having fun. But uh, I do think that like part of what can let one's guard down is either drinking mm-hmm. and or having something that you're all rallying around, which is why a meetup group about landlords, <laughs> Right. you're already you in there because you want to talk tenants. about yeah, your tenants that like put nails in the wall. Uh, I, you know what? I put plenty of nails in these walls and I'm not taking them out. I'll take them out if they ask. <laughs> you want to get your deposit back. Uh, step seven. Okay. Don't limit yourself to friendships with the same sex. You've heard it said before. You cannot be friends with the opposite sex. They say it's messy and makes things complicated. That makes me so mad. I Men spit. and women simply cannot be friends. That was why I said yeah, I don't consider you a friend because I <laughs> believe men and women can't be friends. Cool. That's great. I really like the idea of limiting the people you can be friends <laughs> with to only the people of your same sex. <laughs> exactly. And nobody that's not, you know, anyone that's non-binary, forget yeah. it. They don't get to be friends either. Nope. They can only be friends with other non-binary people. <laughs> yeah, you can that's only the way be it friends all, Unfortunately, that's just the way all this exact works. same as you. Um that feels like really weird advice to be like, <laughs> consider that you could be friends with people who yeah. aren't your same sex. Uh, friends from the opposite gender help you think more rationally. Oh, come on. They show you perspectives you've never seen oh before. Oh, my God. As long as, as long as boundaries are clear. Okay. That's so annoying. To me. Female male friendships. Well, I feel like that's more about like new friends. Because I, I think in that case, maybe if you're inviting like a stranger. Yes, it is absolutely true that if you say like, come over to my house so we can make dinner together. That's yeah. very different if someone right. thinks you're flirting with them versus if someone yeah, thinks or that I'd you're like just to like, take you out to dinner. Yeah, I want to take you out to a nice dinner. Um, I'd but like to take you out for a nice surf and turf. I want to take you. I want to chew a, your meat. I've never had a friend take me out for surf and turf. Yeah, but I've had a lot of women. Take <laughs> That's turf a flirtatious gesture where yeah. you come from. But it's also it's so presumptuous that like everything that's 
forward or or social is necessarily a flirt and that anybody who's flirting with you that's not the same sex as you could be flirting with you which also presumes a lot of heteronormative and maybe even like a little bit of a highfalutin if you're talking to me and you're a <laughs> boy you heteronormative but also highfalutin <laughs> yeah it's a formal diagnosis the two worst things you can be <laughs> i think so too i know you're not kidding well, I think this next step you're going to like. Smile more. Um, I've just vomited. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it, it flummoxes me a little. Now I'm using some of my highfalutin wow. words here, too. To think that it, it, it's important to be friendly. I think a person should have a smile on their voice if they are trying to get <laughs> a someone. A smile on their voice? Yeah. Um, you if know. somebody has a smile on their voice, but they're frowning at me, I'm... I'm gonna get the hell out I'm of gonna, there. That's like I'm a. I'm gonna try it. It's a, it's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Wait, why does my voice get so yeah, much deeper when I Yeah, because you got a, a frown, frown on, on your. Try to use a smile on your voice with a frown on your face. I don't even know what a smile on my voice is. Hi, Tom. Hello. <laughs> You kind of did it. You're I, more grimacing. I like. I, I feel like I sounded like a friendly lurch, <laughs> answering the door. <laughs> Instead of you rang. <gasps> I guess a good way to try to make adult friends is like don't talk to anyone of the opposite sex <laughs> and um embody your favorite character from the Adams family. Yeah. Which mine is probably Wednesday. Yeah. Who's yours? Uh you know, I do like Lurch. Uh Lurch but is uh, but I pretty. like uh Gomez is I mean, Lust for Life. Yeah. Especially as played by Raul Julia. Yeah. Uh, but Pugsley's good. Pugsley's great. Uh, it. Cousin It. Cousin It. I kind of feel like my... Morticia. Hair, Morticia's a babe. Yeah. Mega uh, babe. Um, Smile Uncle more. Fester. What if you're... What I if think you're, I'd probably... I'd avoid Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester was a real, He's like, a weird killjoy. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite literally. Well, he's really, he could put the light bulb in his mouth. That was his, uh, his one party trick. I bet I could do that. <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, Just that, like, I think um, it's an important thing about friendship is that you're not only coming from a place of forced positivity. So the idea of smile more. Yeah, it's like, important, I guess, to be approachable, but yeah. don't tell women to smile, Tom. <laughs> well, this is only advice for men, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Great. No, I will say, though, I think if it's like a new friendship, I'll, I'll even go as far as to say for any friendship, like nobody likes somebody who's a downer all the time. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an intervention? <laughs> nobody, nobody likes somebody, somebody who's a downer doesn't like somebody who's a downer all the time, Christine. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, uh, you know, there are... Some people that the only time they reach out to friends are when like things aren't going well for right. them. They're in crisis. Or, or yeah, they're sad, or they're or upset. They yeah, they're they're to. sad. Uh, you know, I think everybody's like familiar with the trope of like the the person who gets into a relationship and you don't hear from them, and then as soon up. as they break mm-hmm. up, they they come running back yeah. to their friend. So I would say like, you know. Of course, friends are there to vent sometimes and to talk about that stuff. The grief, but exactly. The joy. You got to include them in the other in the happy stuff, too. You can't just come to them every time you have problems because they're not your therapist. They're, no. 
a friend. Which goes back to how everyone should be in therapy, but um, which we haven't said, but I believe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I think maybe, Tom, you and I mm-hmm. should pitch a new article for... Ideapod.com. Ideapod.com, which is just to revise this list because like, be friends with people that are different from people you're already friends with instead mm-hmm. of you can be friends with boys and girls. <laughs> and then also you have to bring a balance to a friendship, especially yeah. a new friendship. You can't yes. smile all the time. Right. Because if someone is like, I've just lost a beloved pet and you're like, well, you should smile more. Yeah. That's Don't not tell them. Balance. But maybe send them this article and be like, <laughs> you should read this though. Read this, especially number five. <laughs> uh, step 10. Ask oh, pe- nine. Ask people. Yeah, I'm skipping around. Okay. Uh, Ask people for small favors. Oh. It says, okay, this might sound weird, but according to research, asking someone for a small favor can make them like you more. What? Uh, For example, if your podcast co-host is out on paternity leave. (laughs) This is not a small favor. (laughs) I got on a bus today, everybody. Uh, (laughs) That is as long as the person likes the recipient of the favor. I've heard this before. And it has to be like a small favor. It has to be something where basically, like the way I've heard it, and it does make sense, is like you're asking somebody for something that's like legitimately a small favor, something that will not take... Like what's an example of a small favor? Like can I borrow a dollar? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm trying to to think of... uh, uh, I mean, maybe if it's like a new friend, if you're like, if, if that's somebody who's um, like, let's say they're, I don't know, really into like model train collecting or something. Okay. And that's something, you, so far. You, you know, you're not into, but maybe you'd like to get into. And maybe that's why you like, kind of want to be that person's friend. If you're like, can I ask you a favor? Like, what's a book you would recommend oh. about? Well, that's also, a, yeah. So that makes sense to me because you're like, share with me something that you're passionate about or I want to learn more about but you, I, But right? I think this, I'm thinking like, this is after you've met the person somewhere. Yes. And you're going to reach out and it's something that's not going to take them very much time, but it's going to make them feel good because right. they're like, oh, I'm an expert at yes. this. Yes, you this made me feel like an expert me and you're taking way. an interest. Exactly. Um. It has to be a small favor that it seems like you would really appreciate, I think. You think you would really appreciate a book recommendation on Dream No, I mean, I couldn't couldn't really think of another example of like a small favor. What about something like, like, I'm thinking of, um, we're all at the same event Mm -hmm. and some of us live in the same neighborhood, but we're not friends. You want to share a cab back. Mm. It's not exactly a small favor, but it's kind of like we'll both have to pay less right. if you do this with me. And it means we're in the space where for 20 minutes or whatever, we're in a car together. Right. We're also going to build some rapport, like likely, unless yeah. we're both just looking out the window, sitting silently, yeah. looking or at our phones or something. I'm thinking, too, if you're at like a party or like a wedding or something, somewhere where everything's free. Yeah. And you ask somebody oh, like, hey, can hey. you grab me? Yeah. Can I get another piece of like, that cake? Oh, now we're, yeah. Yeah. you know, now you can ask me for something maybe. Yeah. And it's a little bit of that sort of like, oh, now we have noticed each other enough yeah. to have like you brought the cake back to me so I could have a second piece of cake. Right. I'm the girl that wants the most cake, <laughs> like the whole song. Uh, Contemporary the, reference. The next step, <laughs> communicate regularly. Yeah. That's a big one. Do you wonder why some people drift away? It may be because you don't keep regular contact with them. 
Uh, science suggests that maintaining contact is the strongest indicator of a lasting friendship. I mean, that makes sense. Answer your phone calls, respond to texts. Being friends means both of you have to be available to each other from time to time. Counterpoint. Yes. You also have to allow for some measure of elasticity. Like, I oh, feel like, course. you know, sometimes yeah. texts aren't going to get responded to. Sometimes it's going to take a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, that doesn't mean everything's... But I know, like... Like, I, if you reply right away, received. <laughs> sort well, of. I have read receipts on for everything, like a maniac. <laughs> do you really? No. Oh, good. Of course I think I don't. that's such a weird thing to no. do. No, I mean, like, my mom has that on, which I'm glad about, because then I can see if she, like, saw something yes, or not. Yes, right. It's proof of life, which yeah. is, like, very helpful. Or, like, with a coworkers, I like when they have it on, because I'm like, okay, I know you've at least seen this. You're at least on it. Right. But, um... Socially, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Come no, on. No. No. Um, no. No. Communicate regularly. Communicate regularly. I was going to say that, like, there are people in my life that, you know, people that I would still consider friends, some of them. But people that, like, occasionally when I see, they're like, how come, I, you know, I don't get invited to X, Y, or Z anymore? And the answer is like, oh, you haven't shown up to the past five things you've been invited well, to. Well, and isn't that such an interesting thing when I think folks are like, if I never respond and yeah. I never show up, I'm still entitled to be right. part of a ongoing active friendship. And it's like, yeah. we haven't turned off the friendship, but I'm not going to keep reaching out exactly. to you if you never even say, I'd love to come, but I can't. And I feel like I have some friends that I say or they say, please keep reaching out, but here's why I can't come to this or here's why I didn't come to that. Yeah. Because it's like we are all busy and some people are introverts or are socially anxious or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like you shouldn't. But you don't. You shouldn't. The listener shouldn't hear this and think like, oh, I have to respond to everything. I have to go to everything or else like. Uh, no way. Uh, all my friendships oh, my are going to just dry up and right. fade away. Right. Friendships will perish if I don't do it. But at the same time, like, you know, don't be surprised if like you're ignoring somebody over and over again and they eventually stop. And, it, and you know, I think that's another problem with friendships. And like, you know, it, for me, at least I know it goes both ways. Like, I know there are other people that I'm good friends with that's like, I like never reach out to that person. They always reach out to me and that sucks. I should be better about that. The thing, some, I, what we're really talking about here is reciprocity, right? And yeah. like a mutual understanding. And if there's not a mutual understanding, you can't expect the other person's going to know what you're thinking. Like, we're not psychic. I have a very good friend, actually, a friend who's like, I think kind of unique and that neither of us know the same people anymore. Like, we met through a mutual that neither of us are in touch with anymore. Mm -hmm. And our friendship is sort of in isolation from, uh, we don't know the same people. Yes. And every few months, one of us will reach out to be like, I've been thinking of you, even though you wouldn't know it because I haven't reached out to you. And then we just get into this very adorable, like, of course, I know that you're yeah. thinking of me and I'm thinking of you. And we'll see each other when we see each other. This is actually the friend that didn't go with me to meet um, Kelsey Grammer. Wow. Am I allowed to reference other episodes on this episode? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the episode still had to be, the, you it's know, it's a shame yet. you haven't seen all the Marvel movies because now <laughs> I can't explain to you how like. Does it relate to like a law and order? You how, should like, be some able to see all other? of them, but people who have seen, see any of them, but people who have seen all of them are rewarded. With, right. Got it. There's little Easter eggs. There's little Easter eggs. And that's a perfect example of okay. one. You know, people yeah. that didn't listen to last week, they don't know what you're talking about. Christides. 
I mean, it, it sounds like it was pretty simple, just that a friend of yours didn't come with you. <laughs> no, because we were excited to see each other. We didn't need another event. And I met Kelsey Grammer anyway. And she championed my choice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I said, I think what we're talking about is a note I wrote to make sure. Uh-huh. What I literally wrote here is, let's talk about vulnerability. That That's one of the, uh, uh, <laughs> one of the steps here. Well, be sensitive, but that's not exactly yeah. it. But there was one. I, I think I skipped it. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't be scared to be vulnerable was step six. And I skipped that one. <laughs> well, don't be scared. Because I don't be believe vulnerable. it. Yeah. It's important to just be cool uh-huh. and never express any vulnerability or feelings or yeah. anything, right? Uh, emotions in general. No, yeah. Forget them. Throw them out the window. Imagine never showing emotions. Well, what do you All mean? All I do is show emotions. What do you mean by be vulnerable? I mean a lot of things. I mean, I think some of what we've already talked about is like be brave enough to be, um, to ask for what you're looking for. Like, hey, I'd yeah. love to hang out with you after this. Or, oh, this conversation was great. Mm-hmm. Let's continue it over surf and turf. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got to be careful with that because they might get the wrong impression. Oh, I guess maybe you'd have to say like, let's continue this conversation over platonic, non-romantic. Surf or un- turf. Yes. Oh, you've got to choose one or the other yeah. so that it doesn't Not get both. sexual. Both. It's Because like, otherwise it's yeah, like, yeah. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm splashing favors. a lot of money out here, for God's sake, on surf <laughs> and turf. Who needs both of these for one dinner? Surf and or turf. And if it's both, then unfortunately we're married. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, shit, I lost my train You're going to talk about vulnerability, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say. crossing over the friendship threshold of like, we're not just, you know, we're going to, I'm asking you to be my friend. That's vulnerable. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't what I was going to say. Yeah, we don't remember. (laughs) Was it about the Marvel Universe? Was it about Surf and Return? It wasn't about the Marvel Universe, but I think I started thinking about the Marvel Universe. And and then that just kind of, yeah, I was thinking about uh, the friendships they have. I think it's nice to have a place that you would like cement a friendship like the Sizzler restaurant. You know, once you've gone to Sizzler with me, it's it's I've been out of business for 20 years. Right. (laughs) But that'd be really funny if you were like, you know, there's still a few out there. I think they might only be franchised at this point. It's awful. Get the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. Um, oh, it like. was this other advice I read on some website. Oh, it was this website. Hold on. It was at the <laughs> top of this. This very list you're reading now. That's on I don't know. They they just had uh, this like embed from, uh, I don't know, Twitter. Uh, no, not Twitter. Instagram. I don't know why. Because it's not even in a post with that many likes or anything. <laughs> But it's just like one of those inspirational things. And it Mm -hmm. says, your circle should want to see you win. Your circle should clap loudly when you have good news. If not, get a new circle. And that I agree with strongly. Like your your friends should want you to do well. They should not be jealous of you. Right. right. Or Or happy when or like smirking when you fall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No way, Jose. Uh, And like, I feel like as kids, we all had friends who were like that. And I feel like that's one yep. of the big things that you, some people don't grow out of no. and that you do need to grow out of. Yeah. And like, I bet people that don't grow out of it are sort of only friends. And I say that with air quotes with yeah. people that are like sort of rooting for or utilizing each other's failures to like have their own wins, which is messed yeah. up. And like when you're a kid, it's like, all right, there's a limited pool of friends and like not everybody, n- nobody has executive functions yet in their <laughs> brain. Like, right. And you're, and like to your point, you're only exposed to kids from your same town or that are going to your same school or whatever. 
And so, so you it, can't like write somebody off because they laughed at you when you got pants. Right. Because that's gonna actually be funny, too, sometimes. Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> mostly depends on the age. Well, how, how old were you the last time you got pants? Because yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, if you're young, then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a real creepazoid. Yeah. I guess don't pants anyone. I can't think of the last time I was pants. Yeah. Well, you're lucky. Because <laughs> my adult this, friends, we pants cheer earlier each this wins. week on the street by a well, stranger. Wear dresses. By somebody trying to make friends with me. <laughs> And they didn't listen to this episode yet, Tom, unfortunately. you've got to get a little more comfortable with being vulnerable to being well, pantsed too, on the was... street by a stranger who wants to be friends with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's like my, I don't know. I feel like that's one of the things that I've learned most over over like the past, I don't know, like five, ten years or so that like... Uh, uh, people that like aren't happy when you do well, it's like, ah, uh, this at best, those people have their own shit to work through yeah. and you need to yep. keep a put safe some distance. distance. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Or, or kind of questioning your success either. Like, why do you have success or why don't I have success? Yeah. Or here's you how I would do it, but that. I'm not I doing anything. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, step 15. Don't give up too easily. Mm, that's Peppy Le Pew advice. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a fine line. I'll I'll do the last two quick. Just use your online connections. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not friends from, with anybody from the internet. I am not friends with anyone from the internet. No. I don't think so. Mm. I think everyone I'm I've friends spoken with, to you through the internet before. Well, I've enhanced friends through the internet, but okay. I'm not sure I've ever like oh, met anyone right. through the internet. That was, that. That's like my friend. Uh, and then be present. Oh yeah. You got to ask questions and pay attention. I think yeah, paying attention that's is like literally the most one. important thing. Yeah. And like find out who you're talking to. You know, I, one of the things I was wondering about mm-hmm. Tom yes. is like one of the ways I think people make friends with new people, mm-hmm. but is sort of implicit or a little more subtle is like when your close friend gets a new partner. And now there's a new person on the scene uh, and you're like friends with or not friends with the person right. they're dating. And if it mm-hmm. gets serious, maybe they're like for real partner or spouse. And yeah. like if you don't like them, good luck mm-hmm. because they're on the scene. But right. it's pretty nice when you like them and you yes. become like separate friends with both members of a partnership. What's your point? It's a question, I think. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? <laughs> well, you know. I read that stat that said most adults haven't made a new friend in the last five years. Oh, right. Yeah. But sometimes the way we're exposed to new people mm-hmm. is that like an individual we're already friends with yes. is bringing a new individual adult, hopefully yeah. an adult on the scene. Well, you say hopefully an adult. Uh, unfortunately, we have a lot of friends going through midlife crises, getting divorces and dating uh, <laughs> people on it. They're still in college a lot of times. This is not true. Everybody. I mean, at least they're over 18, but it's still, I think, you know, what could they possibly have in common? <laughs> yeah, we we know we run with a lot of like millionaires who like <laughs> ditched their middle aged wives and then married hot young a things. new younger model. And then the other thing that um, I was also thinking about as mm-hmm. it relates to people that adults meet, but not people like us, is like when our friends become parents, for mm-hmm. instance, and yeah. then they start becoming friends with like their oh, kids' other parents. friends. Yeah, that's parents. Things, right? 
It stinks. <laughs> and I think about my own parents and so many of their, they're friends with people from their whole lives, but like yeah. most of their closest friends yeah. were like the parents of the kids that played Little League with my brothers. Right, yeah. And then I'm like, I agree. It stinks. Most most people stink. Yeah. So then it's like, I don't want my friends to get new friends. Yeah. I want them to stay friends with me. And then I want to become friends with their kids. Right. Luckily, we have friends that have kids around the same age now. Yeah, so we can just stay yeah, in the same so circle like forever. Yeah, so they're staying in the same circle. It's like, whew. Yeah, thank goodness. And luckily, neither of us had to have a kid to stay just in that around, circle. Enough right? of them did it, so it's <laughs> fine for now at least. Right, right. We're still allowed in for now. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us on Twitter and no, follow us on Instagram <laughs> at tcgte. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Hot dog burger. That's your, but you have to approve people because you're a very private person. I'm not a very you're not private looking person, for new. You're not looking yeah, for new friends. I'm a discerning. You're not. You're not on Instagram for friends. No, I'm there to deepen friendships. And check out our Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Complete Guide. Have a sip of Patron. Last week's episode. Mm. The Tom Rell's Experience Episode One. Mm-hmm. The, you probably don't even know about. This. I know about it because oh. I saw it on my social networks, and I was like, "I gotta listen to that in the next two or three years." Yeah, and then you're like, "Oh, I have to pay. Forget it. I have to pay. <laughs> I don't get a VIP code or something. I won't. I took a bus today. <laughs> uh, and this week, uh, a new. You know what? I'm gonna give it a little, uh, just a tease. Mm-hmm. Not Tom Rell's Experience Episode Two. Something completely new. Is it just you? No. Is it a special guest? Yes. Well, I mean, it's not a guest. It's like a new thing. Is it ginger? It's not ginger. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can see what say, see what that is. See what all the buzz is about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was all the plugs I needed to do. I think so. Yeah. How do you know? You've I'm never new here. listened to this show before. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> uh, do you have any advice that I did not cover? I mean, I think I peppered in most of my advice, but the main thing... I mean, thing... you have like a, a sheet. You have the kind of sheet that if you left that on the bus by accident tonight when you left, you'd make you'd break somebody's heart. Because <laughs> it's just a big note about how to make friends. <laughs> it does look like a cheat sheet. For adult friend finder is not what you think it is. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So yeah, if somebody found that on the bus, like if that fell out of your pocket tonight, they'd be like, oh. Well, I mean, we mostly actually talked about what I wanted to talk about, but I think the most important thing. Be yourself. Show up. Yeah. I don't think it's that important to be yourself. <laughs> no. Especially if yourself uh, if you sucks. stink, yeah. Yeah, be somebody else. Fake be it a till you make person. it. Yeah. Act like you smoke cigarettes and skip class. Yeah. I still do embody the life of a high school student no i think it's, you just show up and keep showing up and if someone if it doesn't pan out it wasn't meant to be yeah yeah and like have enough friends to fill your calendar but not so much that you have no time for yourself right dom yeah uh yeah i mean that's pretty much what i do i barely hang on to the friendships i have <laughs> you do alienate a lot of people all the time that's true uh, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your friends 
Close? No, not too close. Keep your friends not too close. No, keep them close. And keep your enemies even further away. Keep them, they yeah. suck. It stinks Just to have enemies. Them. Yeah, ignore them. And I think you got to figure out if you're a movie guy or a music guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Before, before some guy walks up to you at a party, have that ready. Answer it before he's even done asking right. the question. Like, hey, are you a mu- I'm a music guy. <laughs> when it seems like someone is about to ask you a question, just shout what kind of guy That's you are. That's another good way to make friends. If somebody's <laughs> answering your questions, because then, you know, then it seems like it's uh, ESP. Yeah, right. You want to presuppose wow, what really people are asking. we're really on the same wavelength. <laughs> and they're like, I was actually going to ask you if you could get me a slice of cake. Yeah. Or you could preload the answer to the corn teeth versus shark teeth teeth question and then you'll make friends Don't everywhere you ask go anyone that question you'll get the cops called on you if you ask that kind of <laughs> weird would, shit to people i think it's interesting all let's right. all discover a little more about ourselves and each other we'll see you next week bye that was a headgum podcast